Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Welcome to Cry Like a Boy, a Uranus original series and podcast that explores how the pressure to be a man can destroy families and societies. Stay with us as we travel across the African continent to meet men who defy centuries-old stereotypes. Today, we continue the story of Innocent and Capitoline. We left him as Innocent decided to take on 27 lovers. Here's what he remembers about that time. I became very poor after living with several women. In order to have enough to eat, I had to spend a whole day cultivating for others. But sometimes the people I worked for would only give me sweet potatoes after a long, hard day's work. The next day, a small amount of cassava flour. Poverty would seriously kill me. At that moment, he was separated from his wife. He didn't participate in the life of his community and became a social pariah. Here's how the rest of the family lived that separation. When he chased me away, I was three months pregnant. I gave birth to the child at my parents' home. When I was mistreated, my child was affected. And up until today, he hasn't forgotten it. He caught the Kwashoko disease as a child because I had left him with his father. Since he caught Kwashoko, the child has grown up traumatized. He was lonely, silent. Even when you asked him a question, he didn't answer. He was very reserved. He was afraid of suffering the same violence as his mother. But then, things took a turn for the better. One day I learned that a network called Abatanga Mucho was being created, and I wanted to go and listen to what they were saying. At first I thought they were crazy. I thought of them as men who were submissive to their wives. But when I joined this group, I was convinced that they were telling the truth. So I decided to abandon all the women I had concurred to bring my wife back home. When I came back, my husband had changed a bit, but not completely. He didn't know how to smile. We didn't speak at all. He started talking to me when he joined the Abatangamucha group. That's when I saw his teeth, when he was smiling ear to ear. Abatangamucha was created with the help of Care International 
a humanitarian agency focusing on a vast specter of development issues, including gender inequality. The Abatangamucho is a movement of men committed to fighting violence against women and promoting gender equality. And they are, I would say, influential at the community level because it's a community-based movement. This is José Antabahungo. She works for CARE, and she was among those who helped establish the movement back in 2008. And they are interesting because they are men who were once violent. And they have done the bad things that are in a culture, the things of domination, and they have lived a hard life because of what they were doing as a lifestyle. And once they changed, they are going to testify in the community by telling their story. After being founded, the Abadanga Mucho raised interest in the scientific world. In 2011, Hilde van Diskog, a European gender researcher from Oslo University, came to Burundi to find out what made these men, who decided to challenge their own masculinity, so unique. And according to her, it's not because they were prepared to become less of a man. These are people who are like small, small scale subsistence farmers and who have very, very little in terms of material security. And there seemed to be like a dominant kind of idea of Burundian masculinity that seemed to kind of prevail in practice in the way people live their lives was one where the man would ascertain his masculinity by being dominant and some in the fields or whatever and and the right to take money for his own pleasure and leave nothing for the family like that's not the only kind of idea of masculinity that exists in Burundi there's you know these men would simultaneously talk about the importance uh, of being prosperous the importance of being successful and crucially, the importance of being trusted in the community. Hilda was also surprised by how simple and efficient the message was. And crucially, very much appealing to the man's interest. And in a way, kind of like to their vanity. It's like, don't you want to, like, don't you want to have a nicer house? Don't you want your wife to have nicer clothes? Don't you want people to look up to you? Like, this would be the kind of thing. And then it would go like, but if you do what you do, like if you don't help your wife in the fields, if you beat her so that she's frightened and injured and everything, and if you don't like pull on her brains as well to like find the best way of spending money, then that's not going to be available to you. Like that was their argument. <laughs> In the meantime, Capitoline and Innocent continue to live their lives as a respectable couple in their community. Today, Innocent is a leader there, and his wife works alongside him. 
Innocent never raised a hand to his wife ever again. They now have a child who lives outside Burundi, in Uganda, and even a grandchild. And this is how they describe each other and their ideal partner now. My husband, when he hadn't changed yet, he never showed me his money. He would barely give me a small bill to buy salt. He would have to hide to take the money out and throw me on the floor. But today, my husband has become a real man. He no longer hides his financial status from me. He communicates with me, wherever he is. He is proud of his wife. My husband could never pronounce my name, but today, he calls me his sweetheart. Today, when we are together, we are very happy. There are men who keep a woman prisoner and prevent her from being autonomous. When you do that, you hinder her development. For example, my wife can sell a green banana at a higher price than I can. If I'm not around, I can let her sell our cattle, because I know she sells better than I do. I trust her. Capitoline and Innocent are only one example. Abatangamucho has helped many couples learn to work together, and many men to realize that they are capable of changing their vision of their own masculinity for a happy and more egalitarian marriage. When I look around my community, couples are beginning to understand that home is for two. People no longer see a man drawing water and calling him a submissive man. They don't see a woman assisting her husband and making fun of her. Today, thanks to the Yabba Tangamucho, couples can walk together, whereas in the past, a woman could not walk beside her husband. Today, the man can do housework in the absence of his wife. If all Burundians were Mutangamucho, the country would see spectacular development. But not everyone agrees on the gender equality question. The UN put Burundi in the 185th place on the gender equality index in 2019, and traditional gender roles are deeply set in Burundian society. There's a Kirundi word to describe a woman, umukenyetsi. The poetic translation is the one who ties her loincloth on thorns and walks without flinching so that the outside world doesn't notice her pain. For Burundian women, it means to endure all burdens of marriage silently. There are no comprehensive statistics on gender-based violence in Burundi. In 2017, UNAIDS published a report in which they collected all available data from different organizations. According to this data, from 2015 to 2016, the number of offenses against women, including homicides, increased by 150 
and 200% respectively. In fact, there's still a big debate in the country on the role of men and women. Even Burundi's first lady, Angeline Dainshimye, in a video that circulated in social media recently, said that men and women will never be equal. We realize that there is an evil spirit of rebellion that has attacked women who have money in their pockets. It depends on how everyone has been educated. That is also what was said by the Minister of Justice, who also gave us advice. She spoke about gender equality. It will never happen, it will never succeed, and you will never see it. But the success of programs like Abatangamucho shows that change is happening. In 2016, Burundian authorities adopted a law against gender-based violence, toughening penalties for abusers. And the NGOs report that the number of cases is slowly going down. The Burundian constitution requires 30% of women present in governing. 2020 elections saw more women elected for local governments and 36% of women elected in the National Assembly. On average, women make 34.45% of all members of local councils in Burundi. In 2015, this number was 32.7%. All those changes happened when men reconsidered their masculinity within their relationships, going from traditional patriarchal controlling roles to a more egalitarian model where both genders have a say in the day-to-day of their lives together. Here's Hilda again. I think we all have very sort of set ideas about gender roles and how we should live as families and just as human beings towards each other. And these men's like willingness to question their own ideas of masculinity and to question their own dominance is, I think, something we don't do enough. And I'm not going to say that they have arrived at like a perfect gender equality. I mean, if you look at those families, they would still look very traditional. It would still be like, this is the wife's main responsibility and this is the husband's. But they would, you know, collaborate to make it work, which is a huge step forward from where they came from. But just that humility in terms of like, you know what, I was probably wrong. Let's see if we can do it differently. Let's let's challenge that and, and let's make kind of that reflection a part of kind of our identity and our stories about ourselves. Um, that's something I think we can learn from. Localized efforts like Abatangamucho give hope that real change can happen. After the sketch is over, audience members laugh and discuss their favorite parts. They feel connected to the story and see themselves in it. They listen and take on messages for future generations of boys and young men. Innocent and Capitoline's grandson is a young man of 18 and dreams of a future family, just like his grandparents. To hear the stories of some of my classmates, their parents are living in misunderstanding. Their fathers are often drunk and squander the family's wealth. They are completely contrary to my grandparents. Here at home, everything is going well. My grandparents are even role models in our community. 
When I have my family, I would like to have a happy and peaceful home like my grandparents, a home where people help each other. I'd even like to inspire my friends. Amatangamucho is an organization by Care International, run by men in rural regions of Burundi. For more information, you can check their website, care.org, that's C-A-R-E dot org. Hilda Ausland van Deskog is a PhD candidate at Oslo University. You can read her report on the Abatangamucho that she wrote in 2012 at prio.org. That's P-R-I-O.org. In this episode, we used music by Yves Camille, a Burundian artivist. You can check out his work at musicinafrica.net. With original reporting and editing by Clarice Shaka and Fabrice Nzaubanayo in Gitego, Burundi, Naira Dablashian, Marta Rodriguez Martinez, and Lilo Montalto Monella in Lyon, and Lori Martinez in Paris, France. Production design by Studio Ochenta. Music by Yves Camille. Theme by Gabrielle Dalmaso. Special thanks to our producer Natalia Olsner for collecting the music for this episode. For more information on Cry Like a Boy, a Euronews original series and podcast, Go to yournews.com forward slash cry like a boy to find opinion pieces, videos, and articles on the topic. Follow us at yournews on Twitter and yournews.tv on Instagram. Share with us your own stories of how you changed and challenged your view on what it means to be a man. Use hashtag cry like a boy. And if you're a French speaker, this podcast is also available in French with the title Dans la tête des hommes.